Hello there, I'm Minister Paula Cornett. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast, Revelations from the Heart. I'm so excited for what the Lord has in store for you today, and I hope that you will be encouraged by today's message. I'd love to stay connected with you online. You can visit my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. Also, visit me on Facebook, Instagram, and my YouTube channel. Well, grab your Bible. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello, hello. Good day to you and praise the Lord. Welcome to Revelations from the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett. We are here today with episode number 36. Today's topic is God sees the champion in you. We've been looking at Ephesians chapter 6, starting at verse 10. Been looking at uh, this portion of scripture, uh, talking about the armor of God. And let's just review from last week. Last week we learned how the demon spirits have been arranged against us. And the Apostle Paul said in verse 12, he said that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers. He used the word against four times when he mentioned these demon forces. The word against, we learned, was the Greek word pros, which it just means a face-to-face contact. All right, it's the same word that's used in John 1 and 1, where it says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with, or the word was pros, the word was with God. And so it talks about the relationship of God the Father and Jesus the Son, that it's an intimate, close relationship. And so what Paul was saying here was that we will all have to experience a face-to-face combat with evil one day. Each and every one of us as believers, we will come to a face-to-face combat with evil spirits. And Paul was alerting the believers so that they will be prepared and realize that we must have God's power and God's weapons to deal with this enemy because Satan is in the realm of the spirit. And so spiritual warfare is a spiritual thing. We cannot use our own natural means, but that we have to use the weapons that God has given us in order to fight. Now, by using this word wrestle, it lets us know how intense this battle will be, how intense it will be. The word wrestle is the word pele, where they get the word for palestra. And this is the only time that this word is used in the New Testament is right here uh, in this in this verse. And the palestra, as we learned a couple weeks ago, or last week, we learned that the palestra is the house of combat sports. And it was here on the palestra. It was very popular in the Roman and Greek world during that time, like kind of like how football and baseball is a part of um our cultures and in some even in some other cultures stuff like soccer and things like that it was widely known in the greek and the roman world so uh when paul uh used this word uh pele it put the people in the mind of the palestra and the palestra was the house of conflict or the house of combat sports and what happened in the palestra was it was a very uh barbaric and gruesome f- fighting events between wrestlers 
uh, boxers and they had what they called pancreatitis, which were the best of the wrestlers and the boxers that had a face-off. During these fights, uh, there was no referee, there was anything goes, you could do whatever, you could bite, you could throw, you could break bones, and the winner was determined by who was still alive. All right, so it was very gruesome, very barbaric uh, way of doing things, not like how we see boxing and wrestling on television now. I mean, this was not uh, the WWE fight. This was not rest like WrestleMania. This was not uh, like a boxing match that you see uh, uh, with the boxers, but this was very, very, very intense fight. And if you came out there and you were not prepared uh, and you were not ready to fight, you would get beat down and a lot of times resulting in death. So uh, there was very few people that lived a full life in doing these types of sport. And so then they had the um, prank, uh, uh, the, the uh, that was the, those were the ones that were the uh, winners of the boxing or the wrestling and they would have a face off to see who was going to be the best. So Paul was letting us know that spiritual warfare is a serious, serious matter. It's very serious and it's very real. But the good news is, here's the good news, is that God has given us weapons to defeat our enemy. Okay, now Satan is serious and Satan is real. It's not a figment of your imagination. Satan is real. He does not have all power, but he does have some power. Jesus possesses all power. Okay, you got to remember that. And we learned last week of where our position is in Christ and where the position of the principalities are that Satan is under our feet. You got to keep him under your feet. He'll try to rise up and, and, and come uh, above, but you got to keep him under our feet. So Satan is very serious about our demise. He's very serious about uh, uh, tormenting the human race because he hates God so much. All right, and he's very real. And if you're not prepared, and if you don't use the weapons that God has given us, you will be defeated. But if you use the weapons, if you walk in the power of God, you will be the champion. You will be the victor after the battle. Now, verse 13, let's pick up there. It says, uh, verse 13 says, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore. This word, uh, wherefore, is the word uh, dia tauto. And it just means wherefore. It means on account of. Um, it means it in response to all of this or consequently. So what Paul was saying is in response to all of this that I've just laid out for you in, this, in these previous verses. Okay. What was what was what did he just tell them? Well, he's telling them that you've got the power to fight. God has supplied you with the power, so you've got the power to fight. You got to embrace it and take it. He's he's letting them know that you have the weapons to fight. All right, and God has given us this armor to put on, and we've got to put on every piece of it. Okay, so everything that I've said right here, I'm letting you know. He's letting us know about uh, the demon spirits that are. Uh, raging against us that want to take us down that want to torment that want to uh, deceive that want to um, 
just take us down. Okay, he's letting us know all this. Okay, so Ephesians 6 and 10, Paul dealt with number one, that you need God's divine power to fight. Then in verse 11, he says, when you put on the whole armor, you will be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Then he lays out the devil's powers that have been set against us. Now, I'll say it again. The devil is serious. He's committed. He's organized and he's disciplined to destroying our lives. But verse 13, wherefore, all of this I've been laying out. Wherefore, in response to all of this, take unto you is the Greek word antilabete. And it's a word that's compounded together. When you put it together, it means to take up again. Or it pictures something lying down that must be picked up again. Now, by using this word, Paul is speaking to the believers at Ephesus. What had happened to this uh, particular group of believers is that somehow they had dropped their power. Now, when you drop your power, you drop your weapons. Maybe you've dropped your power. Maybe your weapons have, have fallen off. Well, in order to be successful in battle, you must have the power of God. In order to maintain these weapons, you've got to have the power of God. If you're walking in the power of God, the weapons, you're walking in, in with the weapons. If you're not walking in the power of God, those weapons are not at your disposal. Now, in order to be successful in battle, you must have the power of God and have on the whole armor. Maybe you've come mundane in the things of God, or have you lost your passion? Have you lost your fire for the things of God? Well, my friend, if you have, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that, Lord, you will ignite the fire in them once again to stir the passion where there's complacency and compromise. Let the power of the Holy Spirit stir you again in this last hour. The church of Ephesus was birthed in the power of God. It tells us that in Acts 19, it was birthed in miracles, but somehow along the way, they had put down the power and they had put down the weapons. And Paul was encouraging them to pick it up, to take unto you, to pick it back up again. Jesus addresses the church of Ephesus in the book of Revelation. The first church, in fact, that he dealt with was the church of Ephesus. And the thing that Jesus had against the church was that he said they lost their first love. Maybe you've lost your first love. You know, sometimes things can happen in our life where we kind of lose sight. We can be so busy with the work of the ministry that we forget about to spend time with God and to spend time in his presence daily. We, we, we neglect to spend that one-on-one -on -one time with God. And sometimes... You just, you just got to go back to the beginning. You got to go back to the basics. You have to make time to spend with God. So if you need to pick up your power again and put on the weapons, that's what you need to do. Pick up the power again. Put those, weapon back, put those weapons back on so you can fight. Okay, so that you can fight. So he says, therefore, take up the whole armor, the whole armor is the word panoplia, the Greek word panoplia, okay? And it just pictures a soldier that's fully dressed in his armor from head to toe. He has on the full attire. He has on all the weapons. 
And the weapons of the soldier were the loin belt, the breastplate, the shoes, the shield, the helmet, the sword, and the lance. God has provided weapons for us to maintain our victory. Now it's so, so very important that we also point out every word in this text is so, so very, very important. Even that little word, that, it says, therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that, that word, that is the word henna, and it just indicates express purpose, okay? So he's, he's, he's putting emphasis on this, okay, that you got to take up the whole armor of God. You can't just pick and choose what pieces you want to wear. If you're going to be successful in battle, you got to take on every piece, put on every piece so that, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. The word may be able is from the word. This is very awesome. From the word dunamis. Okay, now we hear the word dunamis a lot in the, in the New Testament. It's that explosive power. Okay, it's, it's, it's just a, it's, it's like, a, like a force, like, almost like, like how a hurricane is or like an earthquake is. It's, a, it's, a, it's an explosive power. It's a demonstrative power. Okay, it's a superhuman power that comes with enormous energy and produces phenomenal, extraordinary, and unparalleled results. So when you receive the weapons, you are now endued with God's power, which can defeat anything that the devil may try to throw at you. When you have this power, when you have these weapons on your confidence, you are like an advancing army. You're not cowering in fear, but you're running full speed ahead to pursue the enemy. You will become a divine force that's used by Almighty God to shake the forces of darkness. Hell should tremble when you pray. Hell should tremble when you get up. When you open your mouth to pray, the devil should be very, very nervous. You should be a threat to the kingdom of darkness. You should put the devil on the run, not the devil putting you on the run, but you putting him on the run. He should know your name and he should know that attached with your name is the authority of Jesus Christ, is the authority that Jesus gave us. He should be nervous. He should be uh, uh, just, just terrified. He should be scared because that's the power that has been given to us. That's the power that has been bestowed on us. But so many times believers don't embrace that power. They don't embrace those weapons. They try to fight in their own strength. They try to do it in their own uh in their own flesh. And you cannot. This is a spiritual battle that must be fought with spiritual weapons and the power of God. He says so that you may be able to withstand is the word that means to aggressively position oneself against, to push against. So we must stand against the forces of darkness. We must push back the forces of darkness. We can't stand passively by while Satan devours your family. You can't stand passively by while the enemy tries to devour your children or devour your health or devour your finances. You've got to fight. You've got to push back and you've got to keep pushing back until he gets back in his place, which is under your feet and until you see the victory so that we can withstand the evil day. What in the world does that mean? I said, well, there's many evil days. There have been a lot of evil days. But this here is particularly talking about the Greek word uh, ponaris. 
and it is talking about destruction and disaster or danger. It's a it's a it's a malignant, a malicious, a foul, a vile, a hostile day, a vicious day. It's an act or an attitude or a purpose that is wicked, that's unholy, that's impure. And it depicts animals that are savage, that are wild, that are vicious and dangerous. My friend, there will come a day, if not already, where an evil attack will be set against you. It's meant to tear you apart. But the good news is, once again, that God has given us the armor to stand against the evil that has been set against you. You may ask, you may say, well, Minister Paula, have you experienced an evil day in your life? Well, yes, I have. And as you can see, the result is that I'm still here. I'm still standing in the victory. When the enemy set up a plan to destroy my purpose, when he tried to steal my health, when he tried to destroy my family, when he tried to destroy my finances and relationship, what did I do? I had to withstand my evil day. I did because I walk in the power of God. And so the weapons are at my disposal. I picked up my sword and I had to fight. I had to fight principalities. I had to fight powers. I had to fight spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. I was face to face with the evil forces. And when I say it was evil, it was evil. Well, maybe you're in the midst of an evil day. Let me encourage you. Don't give up. Don't give in. You fight. Victory is yours. Sickness is not yours. Destruction is not yours. Lack is not yours. So stop feeling sorry for yourself. You are not a victim. Use your authority. Lift up your voice and tell the devil and his forces to get out of your life, to take your hands off my children, to take your hands off my family, to take your hands off my brother, to take your hands off my sister, to take your hands off my mother, to take your hands off my father, to take your hands off my finances, to take your hands off my health and my business and my mind. Having done all, having brought everything to an ultimate conclusion, we're getting ready to wrap this thing up. And God is saying, having, bringing this all to a conclusion from the very beginning of the battle, I stood back and I watched and I allowed you to go through this because I see the champion that's in you. I've already given you the victory. When you embrace God's power and his armor, you will be standing after the dust settles. You're not a loser. The devil is a loser. And like my mother says, how can a loser win? You are God's champion. You are a winner. You are victorious. You may have to look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that because the enemy may be telling you that you're defeated. The enemy may be telling you that it's no use. The enemy may be telling you this is silly, but you got to look in the mirror and you've got to, to take your stance against the forces of darkness and tell the devil to get back that I am God's champion, that I am a winner, that I am victorious, that I am more than a conqueror, The greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world, and having done all to stand, stand. When I faced the evil day, I recognized that I was not fighting against flesh and blood. I knew that there would be an after this. 
After this, my testimony was going to be greater. After this, I would be stronger. I would be wiser. I would be bolder. I would be more anointed. I saw myself standing, even though I could hardly get out of the bed. In my darkest hour, I had to confess the word of God. And so do you. There will be an after this. Whatever you're going through right now, it's always darkest before the dawn. But I am a witness. You hold on to God's unchanging hand and he will see you through. I dare you to give God praise wherever you are. You just thank him for bringing you through. Thank him for what he's doing in your life right now. Thank him for stirring your heart once again. Thank him for igniting the passion once again. Thank him for the power of the Holy Spirit meeting you wherever you are in this nation in this world because the power of God is not limited by space and distance. It's not bound by those things. God is omnipresent. He's everywhere all at the same time. How he does it, that's how he does it. But I thank him that he is. And you have to understand and know that you are God's champion. God Almighty sees you as a champion. God Almighty sees you standing. Gives you the picture of David. When he had defeated Goliath, he cut the head of that old uncircumcised Philistine giant off. And I just, just picture perhaps David stood there and put his, his knee on Goliath's chest to say, Hey, victory belongs to Jesus. And because I belong to Jesus, I have the victory. I have the victory in advance. I know going in that the outcome is going to be, I win. Jesus defeated Satan. He defeated death, hell, and the grave, and he has bestowed that upon us that we are continually overcoming. Whatever you're going through right now, you may be going through, uh, uh, you may be on uh, having problems with drugs or alcohol. You may be having family problems. You may be having problems in your health. We speak forth healing to you right now in Jesus' name. You may be having problems with fear. We bind that spirit of fear in the name of Jesus and speak forth faith. Let faith arise. Where there is fear, let faith arise. You got to sometimes encourage yourself in the Lord. If you wait for someone else to encourage you, you might be waiting for a while, but you got to learn how to encourage yourself in the Lord. You got to know who you are in Jesus Christ, who he says that you are. But the only way you're going to know that is you got to read the word. You got to read the word and you got to make sure that you have put good resources and good teachers in your path to encourage you and to give you the right information. God is a good God and he's so good that he left us his instructions that even though this was written to the church in Ephesus, it wasn't only for these people, but it was for believers everywhere. And that this word is still relevant today because Satan is still prowling around seeking whom he may devour. He is still uh, 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 trying to uh, bring destruction trying to trying to bring confusion and calamity to the people of God. But we know that God has given us the weapons to fight. Next week, we're going to start to lay out the different pieces of armor. I've laid the foundation. You may want to go back and listen to these uh, teachings again to make sure we have gone through Ephesians 6, 10 through 13. We just finished verse 13. So I've laid the foundation so we're getting ready to get into these powerful, powerful pieces of armor. 
Well, let me close today by praying for you. Father God, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you have declared your children as champions. Father God, I thank you for stirring the hearts of each and every person that's under the sound of my voice right now in the name of Jesus. My prayer is not that they hear Apollo Cornette, but that they hear the voice of Almighty God. I thank you, Lord God, for driving out fear. I thank you for driving out doubt. I thank you for driving out uncertainties, Lord God. And I thank you for faith arising in the hearts and the minds of each and every person. I thank you that the devil is rebuked, that he has no power, no authority. And I thank you for what it is that you're doing in families, that you're restoring families, Lord God, that you're setting people free, even right now by your precious Holy Spirit. I thank you, Father God, for setting every heart ablaze, setting every heart ablaze with the fire of the Holy Ghost, wherever they are. If they're listening to this in their car, Father God, Stir their hearts. Let them sense your presence in a tangible way that they will say, surely we have been in the presence of the Lord for these few moments. Wherever they are, wherever they are in their bedroom, if they're listening in their kitchen, if they're listening while working out, Father God, just thank you for illuminating your word, for revealing your truth, that having done all to stand, that we're standing for those that may have dropped their weapons, Lord God, help them to pick that power back up, to embrace the power of God. For those that are lost and don't know you, Father, help them to get saved and to come to know you, Father God. For those that are straddling the fence, help them to make a decision today to choose life, to choose life, to choose you, so that they are ready for the battle. Father God, you be glorified and you be magnified in the mighty, precious, matchless name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen and amen. Well, thank you so much for joining me today for this podcast. Remember that the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Looking forward to you joining me again next week as we pick up and begin to pull apart and look at the different pieces of armor. You're not going to want to miss this. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know will be blessed. Until next time, God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Be sure to share this episode with someone in your life. Also, share on your social media outlets. And I would love for you to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and be sure to subscribe to my new YouTube channel. You can find the links to all my pages by visiting my website at www.paulacornette.weebly.com. God bless you and hope that you will take time to listen again soon. Thank you.